0: things that I learned so I like I don't see this um this magic doctor for my knee and his wife is a um nutritionist Um, Dr Lee Dr Lee (laughs) Uh, Uh, right let me tell you about Dr Lee because this is really funny you'll never believe so I dislocated my knee and I had an operation to like clean it all up and stuff I was just in the most pain like even months and months after like I was struggling to run like literally crippled to the point where it almost felt like I had arthritis and that's what the hospital told me basically after more scans and they said oh you just don't run or you know do sport or squat and I was like what I'm like 23 24 I was like this is depressing I went to see this guy and he cost like 150 pound for a session but it was like an all or nothing kind of situation I was like it's nothing to lose I lay on this bed and I've literally got my arm up like this and um He's doing all this weird, like weird combinations of things. Like he'd tap on my knee and like click at my knee. He'd like stroke my eyebrow. All these different weird combinations, right? And then in between each combination, he'd try and like, I had to like resist his like force on my arm. And then when he'd done like so many combinations, like sometimes my arm, I just couldn't resist him. And it was like, he's playing with the nerves, like body's nerves. And what he basically told me is like a lot of the time when we have pain, our bodies just like hold it. And he got to so like, he figures out where all those triggers are and works those triggers out. But because that was the most traumatic experience I'd had, my brain was like, hey, remember when you put weight on that leg, that, you know, that knee hurt. So like, my brain was mugging me off and he just worked out all the, all of these um, triggers. Within 45 minutes, I was one leg squatting on that leg, like mad. So anyway, like I really trust everything that he ever tells me. Um, but his wife's a nutritionist and Jack had a hernia. And um, he said it, it kind of came when he did a deadlift, but it wasn't the heaviest deadlift he'd ever done. And she said, it'll be because you've got intolerance you don't know about. Because they said, I guarantee you have deadlifted so many times before, and that has never happened. And it will be a buildup of pressure. And she said, like, all of us have intolerances that we don't know about. And they don't show physically. They, sh- they like just, you know, either make you bloated or put pressure on your stomach that you don't know or feel. And we did one of those intolerance tests. That's why we did it. And like, I couldn't believe how intolerant like I am dangerously intolerant to dairy like really highly reactive to it but I've never shown any signs of it
1: it's mad like well I'm sort of like starting to kind of understand my intolerances a bit more like post-hospital like I've been keeping this diary like it's like a proper my like a proper tummy diary and um, of one of these instagrammers and it is so so good and in the part I've been doing it for the past two and a half weeks and I'm definitely like I feel like most of the population are probably lactose intolerant in some way, but I've noticed that every time that I'm like feeling pelvic pain, it's because the night before I've had lactose. But dairy, I'm fine with, but anytime I have anything with lactose in it, I'm not fine with. So I started buying lactose-free cream cheese, um, but I can have like Parmesan and I can have cream because there's hardly any lactose in it. It's, it's really weird. Like I've got to like look at specific dairy products are so interesting yeah but it's weird how I get the pain in my pelvic so that makes me wonder like you say with Dr Lee like you got all the pain in your knee but I've always had lower down pelvic pain since I was a kid maybe I when I have pain maybe I just feel it all in my pelvis because that's where I associate pain yeah but I'm not actually because even when they opened me up a few weeks ago like there's nothing like there's literally nothing there but I'm in so much pelvic pain it's mad and like you
0: said you're learning that you're good and your tummy right and like one and it's the same like almost with our whole body because like our nerves just control our whole body. And one yeah. of the things as well is like as we get older, it looks like we have more ailments and little issues and niggles and pains. And it's not actually because our bodies just give up on us. It's because we have we experience trauma both physically and mentally. So like the loss of somebody can
1: cause a pain like a random niggle of a pain. Oh absolutely like I'm sure my mum probably won't mind me saying like when we lost my nan last year the week after we lost my nan she went into hospital with the most severe stomach pain and she's got Crohn's and she thought that she was having a ginormous Crohn's flare-up and nothing it was nothing wrong with her but it was her body holding the stress and the trauma of it and but she was in like an enormous amount of pain like screaming out but she wasn't like medically there wasn't anything wrong with her
2: do you know what? That's really interesting that you said that. Um, so when my dad died, my mum actually had really bad back pain. and I, mm. I wonder, and like she had to have physio and like pain meds and all of that. And I wonder if that was like, you know, resonating in her back. Because she had a previous horse riding injury. Like she'd almost died with the horse riding injury when she was like 19.
0: That's great. Yeah, I genuinely believe it. Like everything that this guy has said... Like has resonated. Like everything is true. Like to the point where he asked me about my period pains because, like, he feel figured out that like my reproductive system is where I hold my stress and my pain. And he also asked me if I had had issues with my ankle, and I was like, yeah, that is what basically caused my knee dislocation because my ankle was so strapped up because that was injured. And he was like, yeah, like it's just like he just figured it out just by being able to understand the nerves in my body and how they react to certain like triggers and
1: things it's just mental
0: like probably i probably not... like i really
1: need to see this guy like i need to invest some time and money to like wait is he up near you in like Sheffield yeah, right? he's in Sheffield i need to come
0: up <laughs> but honestly like he's he's just incredible like one of the things that he's done is i like, was like a paralyzed baby and the doctors told the parents like don't spend any money on him like don't believe all the things that these people say that they can help him went to see um Dr Lee and he basically just like started stroking his neck and the baby's fingers started to move. Tell like he said it, it was it like strangulated and it, he had an um, umbilical strangulation, which was like a trauma to the baby. But anyway, the baby like he said the only thing that you did wrong was not come to see me earlier because like his development is like two months behind or whatever. But yeah, this oh baby gosh. was like amazing. And like the woman, the the mother like works with him now, I think, as well. It's just amazing.
1: That's incredible. I, I do feel like the mind is like things aren't just in our mind, like our mind is connected to the rest of our body, like everything is in sync, like that's absolutely crazy.
2: thing is there's, um, there's so much that we just don't know about our bodies and science. I mean, I think someone said it was like 1% that we know, and then the rest of it is just still completely unknown.
0: You know, one of the most, in, like the most interesting thing, what he said to me that resonated is, doctors know how to fix you with medicine surgeons know how to fix you with surgery but there's no one that can like see through everything because he did like a doctor's degree um like medical degree and because he wasn't like getting the answers for the questions he was asking then he's gone on to like all these different degrees like sports psychology and just normal psychology and sports science all these different degrees and like that's how he's got this like new understanding and now he goes around the world like lecturing people um but he's the doctor for head doctor for olympics well was going to be (laughs) um but yeah he's just like just a crazily interesting guy like he's just great he's just fascinating
1: oh god I just want to sit down another session with him <laughs>
0: Honestly, like we both go and we just sit
1: and we're just mesmerized it's like what is he going to say this time <laughs> I feel like that's what I sort of need I feel like I need to sit down with this guy and just kind of like have my mind blown and like walk away with like a whole new like list of life and spring in my step
0: yeah
1: I guarantee like I think their
0: motto is like changing life for the better or something like that like we are life changers and like that's literally all he sets out to do.
1: Isn't it crazy to think though, the amount of
0: people that are probably on medication when they don't really need to be. One guy went to see him that was waiting for an operation for tennis elbow. Um, Went to see Dr. Lee and didn't need the operation anymore. So mad. Because like the next stage for me, they were going to open my knee and what they're basically saying is we need to get some growth around your patella. So they were going to like scrape, scrape it or drill into it, like cause it to bleed. But like, Dr. Lee was like, that's so stupid because the patella doesn't bleed. It's not, it's not got a good good blood supply. So like, why would they do it? It would have just put me in worse, in like, in a worse position. (laughs) But like, that's what the NHS were, or doc, you know, the surgeon was gonna do. That was like the next step. And I'm like, how crazy is that if I had like just trusted. So like, I always believe in like getting a second opinion and, you know, going to see somebody else now.
1: 100%. Um,
2: I mean, I don't obviously I don't want to speak for you, Shannon, but um, I feel like you would probably like really, really be helped by a session with Dr. Lee, yeah. especially with the trauma that you kind of had um, in your hospital yeah. kind of experience. I mean, like I I can't imagine people telling you that like your pain isn't real or there's nothing there or I don't, like I I, I, just, it. I truly
1: can't. I, I was getting so so frustrated and upset with it because like I was in like an immense amount of pain and w- me and Tom were so angry because I went after the surgery so I was, I was discharged way too early for starters and then yeah like but that's just kind of like how it is it was like a you know having a laparoscopy it's kind of like one of the most basic procedures that you can have done so they kind of do just kind of get you in and out but I was in more pain after the surgery, I remember going home and laying on the bed. So this is taken like a massive time. <laughs> um, but I was just in absolute agony. And I remember going back into hospital and they were like, it's just post-op pain. And I was like, no, th- like I'm in absolute, like I literally feel like I'm gonna die. Like I, I was just, blown away by the pain but no one could explain it to me like properly until I sat down with a proper pain management team and they like understood that I was in pain but we just need to figure out why it may not be anything like medically wrong with you but that doesn't just be the fact that you're in pain we just need to go down other avenues it could be your nerves or it could be like so many different things so we're kind of going through like a whole new process but I do definitely feel like I do hold pain in my body like in my pelvis and along my spine like whenever I get like stressed or I feel myself like getting a little bit worked up the pain just shoots up my spine it's really it's mad Crazy. yeah if I wanted to dr. To Lee could tell me
0: <laughs> we need to get you to see mr Lee dr Lee
1: yeah well
0: no I think
2: like obviously like and I know your experience was just so bad and if something can possibly like maybe help that in the future or at least put st- things in perspective for future like pain management you know like because uh, I know you've you know, you've struggled with like IBS and stuff as well or like suspected and it's just yeah yeah it's a bit of a the mind thing. they were like it's this it's
1: that it's this it's that and like everyone I spoke to everybody said it was something different <laughs> they were like it was literally like they sat there and went um yeah that and they're so yeah <laughs> and they're so easy to just like dish out medication like when I first went to the doctor it's like it was at the start of lockdown when like all of my pain started like it started really weirdly it started in my throat and it felt like a little bit like acid refluxes so they were like fully just acid reflux we'll just put you on some medication and this was all just done over the phone like they don't see you they don't like really talk to you about like how long your symptoms have been going on for they're just so quick to dish out medication and then in turn if you're not supposed to be on that medication it can make you worse so i'm just so skeptical about things now and i'm just kind of looking to help my own health in other ways
2: yeah i mean i I do feel for these like healthcare professionals that they they're put in such a tick box categories now like if someone's got xyz then they've got this disorder. If they've got, you know, ABC and they've got something else. But there's no sort of big picture, like, learning anymore.
0: Mm. 100%, 100%. And, like, I almost, I, I'm really sceptical with, like, medication as well. Like, if I don't need to take medication, like, I just don't. Like, even to the point of, like, paracetamol and ibuprofen, if I really, really need it, I'll take it. But otherwise, I don't. Because I always think, like, there's got to be, it's, it's always just, like, masking it. I always feel like medication is just masking something. And, like, prime example is you, Shannon.
1: Like, they were just throwing things at you. It's just mental. Yeah. Yeah, this is it. Well, like, the, the thing that frustrated me the most when I was in hospital was, like, I remember the surgeon coming around and he was like, we're going to give you some Biscopan. And I was like, did you know that I'm allergic to Biscopan? Like, you do know I'm allergic, right? <laughs> and then the same surgeon the next day, he was just, because I would kept questioning him, and they don't like it when you question them, especially surgeons they are like, why are you questioning me? Um. He came around the next morning, he was like, right, your scan looks great, we're gonna send you home. I was like, what scan? I haven't even had a scan. Like, and that was, it's quite scary that these. That it's not looked into that well, like enough, that he was like, yeah, your scan's fine, you're going home, but I didn't even have a scan. On.